Welcome to Book Bistro, where book enthusiasts come to talk about the books they love in a warm and supportive environment. Today is Monday, November 19th, 2018. I'm Shannon, and I'm here with Jen, Stacy, and Natalia. And we are here to talk about our most anticipated books coming out in the month of December. Good evening. Good evening. Hello. Hello. This is our usual usual monthly pick style episode. We have each chosen um, a few titles that we are especially looking forward to. So we will go around and share those with you. But before we do that, I want to say we will be sharing our top read of 2018 via our Facebook page starting the first week in December. So if you haven't liked or followed the Book Bistro Facebook page, you might want to do that so that you can have access to everyone's top reads. And you can find us on Facebook by searching Book Bistro Podcast. From there, you can like and or follow the page. You can also join our Facebook group to chat with us and other Book Bistro listeners. If you want to get a hold of us for any reason, you can do that using Facebook, or you can send an email to the Book Bistro Podcast at gmail.com. All right. So Stacy will start us off, followed by Natalia, then me, then Jen. And then we will go around again. So are you ready, Miss Stacy? I've been so ready for this for months because I'm so excited to talk about my first book, especially. So let's get right to it. So the first book I'm going to talk about is one I've been anticipating for a good year now. And that's because it is the second book in a trilogy by Nora Roberts. And the book is called Of Blood and Bone. Chronicles of the One, book two. And I must preface by saying that my typical genre of choice is romance, followed very closely by apocalypse fiction. I love post-apocalyptic fiction. I love zombies. I love crazy, weird things that only happen after the apocalypse. And Nora Roberts has combined my two loves into one. There's a bit of romance in this series, but it's more about how do these people survive an apocalypse. So this book of Blood and Bone, which is the second in the trilogy, picks up 13 years after the completion of the first book, which is called Year of the One. And this book, uh, it fo- this book focuses on Fallon, who is 13, and is learning that she has some powers. And she is coveted by many factions of survivors in the world post-apocalypse. And so she has to learn how to use her powers. So this book is going to focus on how Fallon learns to use her powers. Um, She's going to get a mentor. She's going to be chased by fairies and other uh, people out to get her. And it's just going to be the most amazing romp through magic and mayhem. And I can't wait. So this book, again, is called Of Blood and Bone, Chronicles of the One by Nora Roberts, book two. And this book will be released on December 4th. And I will be locked in my house and no one better call me or talk to me on that day because I will be reading this book. <laughs> Got it. Is it on December 4th? No, no it's December 4th. 4th. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was going to say. Yeah. So Cause that's like many sense. of you know, I think that Christine calls me the one. And so I was very pleased when, you know, Chronicles of the One 
came out. I'm like, wow, it's about me. It's all about the one. <laughs> don't say that too loud. Then all the fairies and zombies are yeah. going to oh, I don't know if you one. want to be in this book because you, I don't know if would you survive. They're the going to scry for you. <laughs> yeah. Right? You know, and I have to say, um, if there are any of you who are a little reluctant to read Nora Roberts, because one comforting thing about her is, um, although I love her books so much, they have, they're formulaic. You know what's going to happen in them. You know the general arc of how her story is going to go. And I have to say, this, um, this trilogy, she's gone in a, a totally different direction. Um, and she threw a curveball at me um, at the end of her first book that I was yes. completely not expecting oh because gosh, it's Nora yes. Roberts. So yes. if you've like that's not supposed no. to. No. So if you've been if you've been reluctant to pick this up because you find her books formulaic, please please give it a try. It is not it is not a romance novel. There are some romantic elements to the book, but that is not the driving force of her plot in this trilogy. So pick it up and read. All right. Well, the book I'm going to talk about the first one anyway is about well, it's about something, but it's by our favorite dynamic couple. Miss Ilona and Gordon Andrews, of course. I mean, I don't know how they get time to write all these books, but I'm not complaining because I actually wish they'd write more books. <laughs> um, this book is called The Kingsman Universe, and it looks to me like it was a short story or some kind of comic um, that they had on their website, and now it's coming out in hardcover. Um, I'm not really sure about that. But this book is basically one big book with like three of these stories in it i guess so this is called the kinsman universe and it's about the kinsman family um you know and for them family is everything i mean there's nothing more important than family it's you know they're very technologically genetically advanced and they control different empires and it's basically dystopia-ish um you know they have their own country their own power their own rules um, you know, and the only other people there, they're all kinsmen. And so the first book is called Silent Blade, even though it's all in one volume. And um, the synopsis really got to me because the first thing it says is old hatreds die Ooh. harder. But old love dry- dies the hardest. I was like, huh, what is this about? So this is in a planet, a different planet called Rada. I know I, I can't pronounce it. I'm terrible. But, you know, they made it up. So I guess they'll let us know how to pronounce it eventually. Because uh, these books have not been released yet. Right. So Millie Gald's family, they're not as powerful as the rest of the Kinsmans. So they were going to, of course, marry her off to this really rich and powerful guy, as usual, Salino, in order for them to move up in the world. But he broke their engagement. So it didn't happen. And so he... Basically, they were minor before, but now that she's been a cast off, they're, you know, at the bottom, they're bottom feeders now. Imagine. So nobody wants to marry her. Nobody wants to be with her. It's just, you know, her by herself and nobody really wants to talk to her and her family. They're basically outcasts now because he was the most powerful and he broke this engagement. Isn't that terrible? Yes. But she's got a rare secret talent that nobody knows about. Of course, she can cut anything in her path, just anything, just bye. And so she goes and leaves her family since she realizes, well, marriage and babies is not going to happen for me anymore. And this society isn't working for me. So she goes and she trains to be an assassin. As one does. And of course, and now she wants to quit being an assassin, but 
it's not going to be so easy. She's already in there. Plus, she has one more assignment. She wants revenge. And she wants to kill the man that ruined her life. So I'm very interested to see where she's going to go with this, right? Because revenge is a, is a dish best served cold, right? But I don't know. Old love and all that. Ooh, revenge. So this is the Kinsman's Universe. And it's coming out on December 4th. It says it's leather bound. I'm interested in that. <laughs> um, <laughs> right, what's that going to look like? Hopefully it'll come out in audio. But it'll be out December 4th, 2018. And it's by Ilona and Gordon Andrews. I am so excited about this. So are so they cool. actually publishing it like under the joint name of Ilona Andrews? Or does it actually have his name on it too now? Okay. No, no. Under okay. Ilona Andrews. Just checking. Yeah, I just always think of them as my dynamic duo. Okay. Yeah, Ilona Andrews, and they, they are publishing it. They are writing in the newsletter that they're publishing it. As I, I do believe these were like little short okay. stories, but they're making them into novels. So I'm That's excited. That's cool. Yeah, kind of like the, the Sweep and Peace. Yes, you know, they I love those. Girls. I know, those are so good. So I'm going to hang out in the like urban fantasy kind of realm for a bit. Because on December 3rd, the fourth book in Yasmin Gallinorin's Wild Hunt series is being released. Oh, what, Shannon? There's a new Yasmin Gallinorin? Yes. What? Yes. <laughs> I'm shocked that you're talking about this. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, I thought she was going to talk about another No, author. no. It has to be Yasmin. <laughs> so the Wild Hunt is a very intriguing mix of paranormal romance and paranormal mystery. So Ember Carney is our main character, and she is a witch. She works for a private investigating kind of firm that is run by Hearn, who is the son of two Celtic deities. So he's sort of like a demigod. And the series is best read in order. Um, so you'd want to start with the silver stag and the mystery plots are all kind of you know, tied up in their own books, but the arc of the character development and the relationship between Ember and Hearn um, will not make sense if you read out of order. So I like the fact that we get to know little bits about not only the main characters the main couple but the supporting characters as well and so we really feel like we're getting to know a group of people not just like the two kind of leads um the romance is a very slow burn so if you're looking for something with you know a lot of steam you're not going to find it here um this will work better for people who perhaps don't require um a ton of sensuality in their romance but they're a lot of fun i love them so much of course i do because it's <laughs> yasmin galloway but this is a shadow of crows the wild hunt book four by yasmin galloway and it comes out on december 3rd it's almost here so everybody make sure you call and text shannon on december 3rd because she's not going to be busy reading uh so at Stacey, all see december 3rd <laughs> is the day before december 4th oh and december 3rd like the book that's coming out that day for me is not very long so i'll be done by the fourth so i can call mm. you just kidding don't call yeah. shannon on the third <laughs> so we won't know, be recording on the third or my fourth. Fourth. right <laughs> no he won't of that week. no 
<laughs> Good times. Got it. <laughs> okay, so my first pick is also coming out on December 4th. See, no recording, uh, no calling. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> nothing. I know, right? Just sacred days or sacrosanct. Okay. And I feel like we were just perhaps talking about this, Shannon. Or I feel like I was talking to somebody about this. Um, we're talking about the fact that Diane Setterfield. Oh, know, yes. Not- we were talking about it. Right? I know. In a long time. But guess what? She does. It's here. So I don't have loads of info about that. Well, I okay. I have the title and a very vague synopsis. So <laughs> the title is um, Once Upon a River Ooh. by Diane Setterfield, which is a fun title, right? It's intriguing. And... Uh, so this book is supposed to have a lot to do with magic and folklore, but also like the Darwinian stuff is happening at this point. And so that's kind of mixed in there. So some science. So these people are hanging out. I don't know who they are. doesn't say it's very vague. All these people are hanging out by the, like near the Thames. So apparently they're in London (laughs) and (laughs) they're like hanging out, swapping stories and this guy bursts in, and he has a pretty much dead child with him. Sorry. That's a little Ew. scary. But, um, uh, and, and, some, and they think the child is, you know, sick and about, you know, dead. And then somehow a few hours later, the child comes back to life. And they're trying to figure out, like, how did this happen? Ooh. Was it magic? Was it folklore? Is it have, does it have something to do with science? And that's all the synopsis tells us. So it's very vague, but yet also intriguing and makes me wonder, like, what is happening with this? Again, it's called Once Upon a River by Diane Setterfield, and it comes out on December 4th. Hmm, it's probably one of those books you got to go in blind. Yes, probably. Well, I think you kind of have to because it doesn't tell us. <laughs> you don't really get a choice. No. Right. Right. I guess you could like go on Goodreads and read some reviews and maybe find some spoilers, but I wouldn't really oh, recommend it. That's no fun. fun. You you could if you wanted. Some people, you know, they they gotta do it. So I don't always love historical romance because I don't really enjoy all the ballrooms and the potted palms and the flirting behind the fans. But one author that I have consistently loved for about 10 years now is Elizabeth Hoyt. And I loved her Legend of the Four Soldiers and her Maiden Lane series and her, I don't know what that other trilogy was called with the, the Prince books. Oh, the Princes. The princes. Yeah. yeah, and I just, I, I don't know. There's just something about her writing and she can really, she creates these imperfect characters that are so lovely to read about. So she has a new series that's coming out on December 18th, the first book in the series is called Not the Duke's Darling. The Grey Court, book one by Elizabeth Hoyt. It's coming out on December 18th. And basically it's about a young woman who is um, sort of living this uh, lie, if you will. Um, She, I believe, is actually the daughter of a noble family, but she is currently masquerading as a companion, as one does. Um, And her whole reason for masquerading as a companion, as I understand it from the synopsis, is revenge upon a family that did something Ooh. terrible to her family. And she is acting as a companion at this house party. And lo and behold, guess who should be at this party but the man who ruined her family. And so this young woman named Freya is going to get her just desserts, but yet the Duke recognizes her and wants to sway her to his side at all costs. And that's all I know about this book. 
And even though to me, when I read House Party, I immediately hear like wah, wah, wah music in my head because I don't <laughs> like that kind of book. It's Elizabeth Hoyt. <laughs> and if anyone can do a house party well, it's going to be her. So on December 18th, yeah. please don't bother me because I will be reading Not the Duke's Darling by Elizabeth Hoyt, The Grey Court, book one. I want it. Me it too. So great. I know. Revenge in a historical setting. I mean, I feel like we kind of have this common theme now. You know, um, Natalia's first book was about revenge. My second book was about revenge. <laughs> I don't think I have any revenge yeah. books this evening. Okay, yes, I do. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't think I have any more. <laughs> I have one. Yes, you do. Oh, cool. So much revenge. <laughs> so much. Well, this book is a little on the lighter side. No revenge. It's about friendship and online dating Ooh. because we know that's a popular thing today and it's called my favorite half night stand by another dynamic duo that's been very popular christina lauren and this book i didn't even know it was coming out but it caught my attention because it's called my favorite half night stand i mean how do you have a half night stand i just thought that was really funny so it intrigues me it's basically about online dating and it's many many forms it's making fun of online dating and it's about this girl her name is millie wow another one and she has always been one of the guys like all her friends are guys and um she's a expert on female serial killers which is (laughs) interesting because i've never heard of you know female serial killers unless you you know you're that those Chelsea Kane books are the only ones I could think of. And um, she works as a professor, but she's, you know, super successful and everything. But she and all of her awesome guy friends, they're all single. And, you know, they're, they're just not good at getting personal and talking about personal things. So one night they're, you know, drinking as people do. And they're at a gala and they start talking about how they're going to f- get unsingle. And they decide to try online dating. So after making a pack, of course, many and one of the guys goes and has their half one night stand. Now, we don't know what it is, but it's supposed to be really sexy. But then they decide that even though they like each other, they don't want to ruin their friendship because, you know, if things go wrong, they'll ruin their friendship. So they'll just be friends and forget anything ever happened. They create their online profiles. And guess what? Um, The guys are having good time. But, of course, the girl is getting all kinds of, you know, creeps and weirdos and stuff. <laughs> and so she makes a fake profile where she decides to actually be herself. And she befriends the guy that she had a half-night stand with. And he doesn't know that it's her. <laughs> and so she's getting closer to him in real life and closer to him online. And let's see what's going to happen. Because what's going to happen when he finds out that who the person he's talking to is her i'm very curious so this is my favorite half night stand by christina lauren and it comes out on the magical day where people will not be called <laughs> or texted december 4th you got it you know i have to say this i i haven't read anything by christina lauren because i i feel like some of their other series there was a lot of like um office romances i think or at least mm-hmm. one and that isn't my favorite thing, but this looks like it's really good. So it may be a good like way to try um, this author's work. Um, I will. Yeah. I'm assuming you've read more by her, Natalia. Or I have, I read like what, what made them famous, the, the beautiful what, bastard what and all beautiful uh-huh. bastard. And yeah, you know, I like them, but they're branching out. They're writing more. 
Uh, they're getting more into contemporary women's okay. fiction. They're they're getting a little, uh, you know, I, how do I put it deeper uh-huh. than what they're okay. writing about or the subjects that they're tackling. Interesting. So I'm liking what Yeah, you know, and, and it's funny about the online dating thing. Quick sidebar. Um, I was once, once, I did online dating for quite some time and I was matched with Batman one time. So <laughs> like literally I got a profile from a guy named Batman. So I'm excited to see what this book has to offer. It'll be fun to read, I think. Well, I'm glad that sure. you didn't... Um end up like married to batman yeah says robin no i I didn't so (laughs) (laughs) i don't know if i'd be brave enough to try it's a good time i don't know probably not (laughs) it's it's weird i've done it Uh, so my next pick also comes out in the beginning of december but not the fourth this is before we were strangers by brendan novak (gasps) And it comes out on December 1st because we have to be different. Now, I'm not really sure how it comes out on December 1st since that's a Saturday, but it does. So this is a romantic suspense title. And I go through spurts where I really, really love it. And then I don't mess with it for a while. But right now I am in the mood for romantic suspense. So this makes me very happy. So in this book, we are introduced to Sloane McBride, who is returning to her small Texas hometown after quite a while. Apparently, her mother died there under some very mysterious, yucky circumstances, and she doesn't really know what happened that night. She has some vague memories of hearing her parents arguing, hearing some strange noises, and all of a sudden, her mother is gone. Um, she has a strong suspicion that her mother died. She's been told all her life that her mother left, but she doesn't really think that that's true, but she doesn't fully understand why. So she's coming home and she wants to finally learn the truth, kind of lay that bit of her past to rest. Um, and of course she will rekindle a relationship with someone she knew when she used to live there. So it looks Like, it should be a lot of fun. Um, I've read and enjoyed some of Novak's stuff in the past. So I am very excited to sink my teeth into Before We Were Strangers by Brendan Novak. This is a standalone by her, which is nice because she does a lot of of series. Mm -hmm. And so I'm glad to see her um, doing a standalone because some of her standalones are pretty stellar when she writes them. I love Brendan Novak. I love that she kind of, is diverse in what she writes. You know, she does her, her romantic suspense and then she does these lovely series kind of small town romance type things. And she's just, I really enjoy her characters a lot. Okay. So my next pick is a thematic favorite of the podcast, which is a dual timeline novel. Yay! Yay! Uh, no. <laughs> And this is by Jennifer Robson, who writes amazing historical stuff. Um, I read her book After the War, and I really loved it. And she's written a bunch of things. Um, But this one is called The Gown. Um, Initially, when I found it, I thought it was called The Down, and I couldn't figure that out. But then I did it again, (laughs) and I was like, well, this makes much more sense now. Uh, So in the past, it is 1947, and um, the people of... England um, are struggling, even though, you know, the war is over, but they're still struggling. And we see these two women, Anne and Miriam, and they are asked to be part of creating the wedding gown for Queen Elizabeth. 
Um, jump ahead to 2016 in Toronto, and we see Heather McKenzie, and she finds this embroidery that is gifted to her by her grandmother, and it turns out that it has ties to the wedding dress of Queen Elizabeth from 1947, and she's trying to figure out, like, how that's possible because her grandmother never talked about it. And so it goes back and forth in time, and it sounds wonderful, and I'm really excited about it. Again, it is called The Gown by Jennifer Robson, and it comes out on December 31st. I loved Good Night nice. from London um, that she came out with a couple of years ago, and that was the first one that I'd read by her, and I'm so excited that she has another one. So one thing that I'm really kind of uncertain about is for a woman who does not enjoy reading books about dukes that much why i'm talking about two books that both have the word duke in the title for december picks i don't have a good answer to this kind of conundrum but i am talking about two books about dukes so the next book i'm gonna kind of be excited about for december is called dare to love a duke the London Underground, book three, by Eva Lee. And I was intrigued by this book because it features a young woman who works in a, let's see, how can we call this in 19th century terms? Well, she basically works in a sexy underground club in London um, that caters to um, the tastes of the male gender, it seems to me. And, uh, the thing that about this club, and I'm blanking on the name of the club right now. Oh, the Orchid Club. So she is the proprietress of the Orchid Club. And she does not get involved in any of the affairs that go on there. Um, she just kind of watches over everything because her main goal is actually um, using the money from this club to help young women get off the streets of London. So right there, that's very fascinating to me. I love that whole idea. And there is a duke who... Uh, is a, a newly uh, titled Duke. I don't know. I think someone died and he became the heir. Anyway, or some <laughs> such thing. Like I said, I don't really care about Dukes, so I don't know. But anyway, he's a Duke. His name is Tom. And all of a sudden, he's like falling in love. <laughs> he's falling in love with this woman um, who is the proprietress of the Orchid Club. Um, but a shadowy secret from the past of the dukedom surfaces, and it could threaten all that he holds dear, and it could threaten the Orchid Club. So this book looks good to me, and it's called Dare to Love a Duke, The London Underground by Eva Lee, and it comes out on December 24th. So the idea of a duke named Tom. I know, right? It's so like weird highly terrible. ridiculous to me. I know. I think his name is like Tom Harlow, but I could be wrong. But it's just what? Like, it feels like a gangster. <laughs> <laughs> the next book I'm going to talk about is by an author that we know very well. Um, some of us know her as Seanan McGuire, author of October Day. I have to mention that because October Day is like a yes. mess. So I have to yes, talk about is. Um, but in this case, she's known by one of her pseudonyms, Mira Grant. It should be Myra in my brain, but I'm pretty sure it's I think Mira. it is Mira. Yeah. yeah. And she's known for her post-apocalyptic novels or apocalyptic, you know, basically Stacey's yeah. catnip. All that, you know, zombies and viruses and all kinds of stuff. So this book is called Kingdom of Needle and Bone. And it's basically about... 
a future age where there are no sicknesses, no illnesses, uh, vaccines are readily available for anybody who needs them, no diseases, no nothing. All the diseases that used to kill children are gone. But then a fever starts because, of course, these people haven't had diseases in many, 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 many years. I don't know if it's decades or centuries. And a fever starts and it gets passed around and the dead bodies are piling up and piling up of course so (laughs) yeah it is beautiful (laughs) here comes dr isabella and it seems like this is her fault for some reason or at least she feels like it is so she has to do the right thing now what she did to cause this or how it's her fault i guess we're gonna have to read the book to find out maybe she's just being egotistically guilty (laughs) um you know we we intelligent people can feel guilty about things that we didn't do. So this book is called of needle kingdom of needle and bone. Jeez. I was, I almost, I know because they're very similar, right? So this book is coming out on December 31st. A good day for books. So we're going to greet a new year with some good, Plagues, so Shannon likes death, and I like apocalypse. So uh, I think yeah, this is going to be a lot of people's catnip. <laughs> so I did not like the girl with a dragon tattoo. That probably makes me a terrible person, but I didn't. I never read it, so I can't. Judge. I tried it and I couldn't. It just it, it lost in translation for me. It was, okay, so maybe I'm not a terrible person. No, you're not. <laughs> I haven't tried to read it, so I can't say if I like it or not. But one of the things that I did like that was compared to it was Taylor Stevens' Informationist, um, which was the first book in her series featuring a marvelous character um, who goes by the name of Michael, even though her name is actually Vanessa. (laughs) Um, So Taylor Stevens created a marvelous heroine in Vanessa Michael Monroe. And I'm very sad that she hasn't written about her in a while, but... She is writing a new series, and I'm very excited. Book one comes out on Christmas Day. It's called Liar's Paradox, a Jack and Jill mystery. And basically, it is about twins. Oh, geez. (laughs) Yes, Stacey won't be happy. But they are kind of these, like, feuding twins. (gasps) They always are. Yes, but they're, like, inexorably drawn together by this need that they have to kill not each other but other people so they they work together even though they really don't get along they've been trained from a very early age to be like these really highly skilled killers and everything about this just makes me really happy and i know (laughs) that it doesn't make stacy happy but it does make me happy um taylor stevens is is wonderful Her plotting is very, very tight, um, very fast-paced, and I just really, really love everything she does. So I'm very excited for Liar's Paradox, a Jack and Jill mystery. And again, it comes out on Christmas Day. So the next book I'm going to talk about is a new-to-me author, and her name is Kylie Brandt. And this is first in the series. It's called Cold Dark Places. It's Katie Mannix, book one. And I accidentally forgot to write down. Oh, wait, it's December 4th. Okay. So um, in this book, we see Katie Maddox, obviously, and she is a deputy marshal. And I'm not really sure 
uh, Shannon was asking me if this person was in Texas. I'm like, well, it didn't say she was in Texas. So I don't really know if this means she's like, is like a U.S. marshal. I wasn't really clear. But <laughs> anyway, she is, uh, her job is to hunt down fugitives. She has a very traumatic past. And she has come home to uh, nurse her mother who is ailing from Alzheimer's. Meanwhile, she is assigned to hunt down a serial killer who has escaped from a psychiatric facility. And in the process, she encounters this young woman called Erin, who has recently been discharged from hopefully a different psychiatric facility, um, but also another psychiatric facility. And this young woman also has a traumatic past similar, but not the same as, but similar to um, Maddox's past. And so um, dealing with this woman and this case brings up a lot of stuff that she has to process from her own past. And she's trying to figure out the link between this Aaron woman and this escaped criminal. So it sounds like it has a lot of potential. Uh, again, it's called Cold Dark Places. Katie Maddox, book one by Kylie Brandt, and it comes out on December 4th. My final pick for December is a, it's by an author that um, has been hit and miss for me. I, one of the books that I read by her, um, it's Colleen Hoover. And I've only read a couple books by her because I, I think I hate new adult more than I hate ballrooms and palm fronds and fans. Um, but I read this book, It Ends With Us, and it was so compelling, even though it was not my cup of tea, typically. I, I couldn't put it down because the writing was just really sucked me into this weird storyline. So she has come out with, uh, it's a, they call it a romantic thriller. And the book is called Verity. Again, it's by Kath, or Kathleen, oh Lord, Colleen Hoover. And it comes out on December 18th. And it is about a young writer um, who is sort of down on her luck and needs kind of a break. And she gets this break when she is asked to um, come and live in this home of a famous author and her husband. And the author's name is Verity. And she is ill and cannot complete the series. So this young writer is going to complete the series for her using all of her notes. And right there to me, like, it already sounds good because I'm just picturing like a gothic house and like a weird couple, you know. And what happens is as this young woman is going through Verity's papers and trying to figure things out, she comes across an autobiographical manuscript that no one but Verity was ever meant to see um, that details, among other things, what actually happened on the day that her daughter was killed. Ooh. And yeah, and so this young woman is really at a loss as to what to do. I think she has a very strange name. It's like Lowen or something, which is why I'm not saying it. Um, and she's 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 trying to figure out what to do because if she shares this information with Jeremy, Verity's husband, who's a heartbroken father, it's going to be, you know, very distressing for him to learn the truth. But if she keeps it to herself, it's going to keep some horrible secret. So it looks really good to me. I'm kind of excited to read it. It's called Verity by Colleen Hoover. It's a standalone romantic thriller, and it comes out on December 18th. So the next book I'm going to talk about is by Katie Robert. And I really like her because she writes these mafia-esque yes. books. I, 
Are they called the Wedding Pact? The Wedding Pact is the or first is one. The O'Malley's the is the series. The O'Malley's. Yes. Oh, my gosh. And I love that series. So, as I said before, if I like an author, I will read what they write, even though this is not really me at all. But it's still very intriguing. This book is actually in a series. Uh, it's called There's Ever After, and it comes out on the 4th of December. But I don't want to spoil it, so I'll tell you what the first book in the series is about. That way you can pick up the whole series oh, yes, yes, on December yes. 4th, and then you'll have all three of them. <laughs> no, you'll have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of them. Seven the, of what? The books. No, this is another series. Wait. What? <laughs> this is called The Delanian Dynasty. It's not the O'Malley book? No. I thought it was two. Oh. And I got happy. But it wasn't. So, no. <laughs> yeah, this is. This is. <laughs> I feel like I think possibly Shannon is now heartbroken. I can't. I know, no. And here's the sad part: she's coming out with two books in December, and they're all in this Delanian dynasty. Why? Seriously, I don't know. But people are probably really liking these books because they have all been published this year, including the first one. The first one was published in like July, and now this last one is published in December. So this book is called. Um, the first book of the series is called There's for the Night. It's by Katie Robert. And it's about this girl named Meg Sanders. And, you know, her life is a mess. It's a disaster. And it's her birthday. So what do you do on your birthday? You decide to while out and go to the club. So she goes to a club for her birthday. And she meets these men. Yes, men. Not man. I did not make a mistake. <laughs> and she likes both of them because she feels like they're both sexy in their own way and they're devastatingly sexy together but of course you know she has she would love to be with both of them but they probably won't let her except they surprise her and they make a deal where they're going to spend one night together no strings attached and the next morning they will walk away and forget that it ever happened boom but it doesn't ever happen that way of course so you'll have to read it to find out what happens and there's ever after is the third book <laughs> so i guess a lot of things happen because <laughs> Three books have been dedicated to this series. And not only that, but another short story will be coming out this month about this, uh, what do you call them, trio? Trio, yeah. So this is There's Ever After, The Thelanian Dynasty by Katie Robert. And it comes out on December 4th. So all I wanted, all I wanted was a nice little follow-up to my O'Malley series. I, I know. thought that's what this was, and now it's not. And I just... Instead, you get polyamory. <laughs> I don't know, right? O'Malley and polyamory. Yes. And I'm just not sure, like, how, how I can deal with that. I'll have to try. How about something dark and twisted and oh, so beautiful? Yes, so this is Watching You. Yes. Yeah. It's by Lisa Jewell. It comes out on December 26th, and it makes me very happy because Lisa Jewell's just stellar. So this takes place in a suburb of Bristol, England, and it's this little kind of peaceful place where lots of kind of the upper middle class live. And so you look at it and you think, wow, like what an idyllic, nice, beautiful, peaceful place. But apparently... That's not how it is at all. Apparently, it's a place where everybody has secrets, and some of these secrets are actually very, very deadly. 
Um, we have a headmaster who has a really squeaky clean reputation, but someone knows something about him that could be very detrimental to his career. We have a young woman who may or may not be a stalker. We have a teenage boy who could be this like child prodigy, but could also be a psychopath. Like the noises <laughs> that I hear right now in the back? Um, yes. Maybe those are some psychopaths. <laughs> um, <laughs> but... Maybe they came all, all the way over from Bristol. Yeah. Yes, perhaps they did. They, they wanted to be featured here. And so this looks like everything that I love in a British thriller. And I've read several of Lisa Jewell's books in the past and have really, really loved them. So watching you is definitely something I'll be reading um, toward the end of December. Again, it comes out on December 26th and it is by Lisa Jewell. I can't wait. I know. So good. (laughs) I love her stuff so much. Like I've read a bunch. Oh my gosh. Yes. My final pick is an author I've never read before, again, and it is called For Better and Worse by Margot Hunt. And speaking of twisty, here we go with twists and revenge. Yay! <laughs> so, <laughs> so we see Natalie and Will, and they are happily married, and they meet in law school, and everything's great, and they have a son called Jacob. And then the principal of Jacob's school is accused of assaulting children And it turns out that their son, Jacob, reveals to them that he is one of the principal's victims. And this makes his mother decide that she needs to take care of this in the most permanent way possible. And so she hatches a murder plot and (laughs) gets her husband to be her unwilling accomplice. So this book is about what happens when you take matters into your own hands in a very deadly way and um, get your spouse to become a murderer, a murderer with you. Mm. So again, it's called For Better and Worse by Margot Hunt. And I honestly don't remember the pub date. I'm wanting to say December 11th. 4th, please. No, I think it is the 11th, nope. actually. I believe it's the oh, 11th. See, oh, it's the my. only one coming out that day, which means we can <laughs> like read it. It won't have much in the way of competition. It'll be beautiful. That is all we have for you today. There are not a ton of noteworthy books coming out in December, unfortunately. Um, they, the pickings are, are pretty slim, but I think we have managed to pull together some really stellar things. We, of course, hope that you have found something fantastic, either um, something that we have mentioned here or something that you've discovered on your own. Um, It's always good to have fantastic books over the holidays. I want to say thank you to Jen and Stacy and Natalia for being here today and sharing some bookity excitement with us. As always, thanks to Christine for her fantastic editing. And thank you to all of you who have been faithfully joining us on our Book Bistro journey. And we'll be back next week with more bookish greatness. Definitely feel free to let us know what books you are looking forward to. You can do that either by finding us on Facebook by searching Book Bistro Podcast or by sending us an email to thebookbistropodcast at gmail.com.
Everyone take care and we'll be back next week.